Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Quotable Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan. I am your other host, Dutch. And we're doing space balls. We are. Now, on that note, prepare to start the episode. Why are you preparing? You're always preparing. Just start the episode. Starting the episode, sir. All right. This one's been a long time coming. Yes, this uh, this has been a great film for many a decades. And I don't know why, but when I watched it for the first time as a kid, I just, I didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, there were parts that I remember that were funny, but uh, not, like, not what I, I'm watching. Like, when I'm watching it now, it's a totally different story. Like, every time I watch it, it gets funnier and funnier, so I guess like a fine wine it does age well it does the uh i noticed that with uh when we watched this movie i mean because when i was younger you know i was a lot like you like i didn't understand a lot of the things but that's because they used words that i'm like well i don't understand that like ludicrous i don't know what ludicrous means still don't not 100 percent sure but hey it was pretty funny like barf (laughs) (laughs) no i definitely knew what barf was (laughs) yeah we all knew what barf was i love that he referred to himself he's i'm a mog half man half dog (laughs) i'm my own best friend (laughs) i thought to myself i mean john candy may you rest king but man i thought to myself "Eh, he and i have something in common that is a good sentiment (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I've got to say, my favorite character is Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I don't, and it's just because of his facial expression. Yes, his facial expression. Like there were scenes where he didn't really need to say anything, but his facial expression said everything. Like it was totally obvious that he's afraid of Dark Helmet, as everybody is. Yes, but he. He makes it blatantly obvious. Right. Like, he won't even make eye contact with people. Like, he knows what's about to happen, and he just has to look away. I never noticed that until you and I talked about it recently is exactly how the movie starts. The very opening scene of this movie, the very first line in this movie is, Colonel Colonel Sanders. Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought to myself, you know, out of all the, like, the plethora of movies... That I know. I can't think of another one that starts off just so, like, with such a, a great line. And what's funny is if you watch it with the captions on, like, I didn't know that for the movie they spelled it S-A-N-D-U-R-Z. Yeah. And I guess for copyright reasons, they couldn't use the actual name. Well, there was a lot of that in this movie. Um, And I pointed out to you at the very end when they're at the diner. You can see the Millennium Falcon parked in the the parking lot. And the reason you can see the Millennium Falcon is because Mel Brooks sent a script to George Lucas. And George Lucas absolutely loved it. And he said, you can use whatever you want from Star Wars. You want to parody it in any way. You can do whatever you need to do. There's one catch, though. You cannot make any merchandise or anything for this movie. That's why the scene with yogurt is so big on him just merchandising. Yeah, because it's they talk about merchandising in the movie, but there's no actual merchandise made for Spaceballs. Right. 
And I was disappointed because I wanted the the dolls. That would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to know who owns them now. Like, there was that, and then we were talking about the spaceship. Right. The Spaceball 1. And I, I looked it up. There's actually some pretty interesting facts that I found for this movie. And one of them was the model for that uh, Spaceball 1 ship was 17 feet long. God bless America. Which is insane. Yes. And it was, you know, mainly used for that opening scene, ex- you know, with an exception. I mean, it shows it a couple times, but not to that extent. Like, yeah. they dragged that opening out. Yeah, the opening's like five minutes long, and it's just the ship flying by. <laughs> so, the, I mean, but everything about this movie, I mean, I love that they, I love how they parodied Star Wars. I thought that was great. There were quite a few Star Wars references. I mean, that was the whole point of this movie. You know, the lightsaber thing using the rings. Yeah. Instead of the force, they had the Schwartz. <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Let's see how you wield it. <laughs> I like uh, also when he walks in, he was like, I'm your father's brother's cousin's nephew's former roommate. <laughs> so what does that make us? Absolutely nothing, which is what you are about to become. (laughs) I do like Dark Helmet. Rick Moranis did such a a fantastic job with his character because it's so different than anything else that I've ever seen him in, which, you know, he doesn't have a wide array of movies. You know, I think he's most known for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, and he... uh... I mean, he did the he did the and right he, thing, you know, uh, as a as a father. You know, his uh, he made his money and everything. His wife got sick and and passed away, and he stepped away from the limelight so he could raise his children as yeah. a single father. So now he works at Bojangles. Yep, I'm joking. And Mint Mobile. <laughs> hey, you got to have that second income. There you go. It's all about <laughs> them residuals. Uh, but the entire opening scene was great. The way that it starts out. You know, you have the whole Colonel Sanders thing. It's like, like I don't remember if he was sergeant or corporal. Or... I think it was, uh, what is it, corporal? And he was like, you wanted me to tell you the moment Planet Juridia was in sight, sir. So? Planet Juridia is in sight, sir. You know, you really are a space ball. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> have you informed Dark, Dark Helmet? Yes, I took the liberty. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his way now. <laughs> I just love how he delivered that line. I took the liberty. <laughs> and he immediately gets nervous. Yeah. You see that? Because Dark Helmet just shows up. Yeah. Like, it, well, it's funny because he tells him, uh, Lord Helmet tells him, oh, well, I'm, he's like, I'll call the president of Spaceball City and let him know. And he was like, I already did that, sir. It's like, what? You went over my helmet? Not not over it. More more like more the, to the side. More to the side. I'll, I'll, I'll always inform you first. Love <laughs> well, he pulls out the reins. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, no, not that. <laughs> anything, anything but that. Yes, that. <laughs> but I just love how like whenever his face shield is down, he changes his voice to that. To that. <laughs> I yeah. don't even know how to describe it. It's, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's a ripoff of Darth Vader, obviously, but I think uh, my whole favorite thing in the movie is um, just how he always says Lone Star. Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> Raspberry. 
There's only, only one, one man, man who would dare give, give me the, the raspberry. <laughs> Lone Star. <laughs> the whole radar thing gets me every time. I, everything about this opening scene, it's like I, I want to talk about the whole opening scene just because it's so good. Yeah. This is one of the most memorable parts of the movie where um, he, he goes, you know, is uh, Planet Druidia incites her. Uh, He's like, we can bring it up on the radar. I, well, I know. He looks out the big window and he was like, where is it? I don't see it. He's like, oh, no, it's, you can't see it, actually. He's like, yeah. but we have it on the on the television, on the radar. He's like, should I pull it up? He's like, He's like no, yes. just or let me do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was like, I can I can do it. And he walks over. Very good, like, sir. <laughs> So looking, he was like, what the, the hell, hell is all this, this churning and, and bubbling? And bubbling. <laughs> He's like, you, you call, call this a radar? radar? <laughs> no, you call this Mr. Coffee. <laughs> I like how he hits it every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, call it Mr. Coffee. It's done. Would you care for some? Yes. Everybody knows that I drink coffee when I watch radar. You know that. Of course I do, sir. Everybody knows that. <laughs> of course we do, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have my coffee... <laughs> I'm ready to watch Radar. Where is it? <laughs> well, he just takes one step back. He's like, right here, it's Mr. Like, Radar. And this, what gets me about this scene, you know, it's it's funny, but it's also odd at the same time because it he acts as if he's never been to the bridge of the ship before. How does he not know where the radar is? <laughs> Maybe he's never been to the bridge of that particular ship. Uh, Spaceball 2, maybe? Possibly. I don't know. You never but, know. Well... Could just be Spaceball. When he offer, when he says that he's just going to do it himself, he seems to know the direction to go. Right. But doesn't understand that the Mr. Coffee is not the radar. And then he <laughs> all of a sudden doesn't know where the radar is at this point. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, he takes the sip of the coffee and <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> ah, too buckle hot. this. <laughs> I don't know how come he couldn't just spit it out on his own. He needs, he needs help. Yeah. He's a little fella. <laughs> oh, little fella. Couldn't handle his coffee. Your helmet, it's so big. <laughs> of course it is. You're attracted to money and power, and I have both. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> hey, stay away from my girlfriend. Hey, honey. <laughs> He's like, take that. Hey, don't do that to my best friend. He's like, hey, what'd you do to my friend? Same thing I'm going to do to you, big boy. And you too. Now we're finally alone. We all know that Druish princesses love men who have money and power. And I have both. I like that Colonel Sanders pops in. He was like, sir, you're wanted on the bridge. He was like, knock next time. Knock. You didn't see anything, did you? No, I didn't see you playing with your dolls again, sir. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, like the funniest scenes, like not really with the main character. You know, uh, there are a couple somewhat funny moments, like when Barf is, you know, he every time he comes into the the cockpit, he whacks him in the head with his tail. Yeah, those those are like little quips that I I find hysterical. Um, I think the funniest scene to me in the entire movie are like the one is Colonel Sanders facial expressions pretty much anytime he's on, on the screen. The first time was 
Well, when you see him getting nervous when Dark Helmet was about to enter the bridge, but when Dark Helmet pulls out his ring and he shoots the laser beam at the one dude's crotch. Yeah. And you just see Colonel Sanders just looking off to the side because like <laughs> he doesn't want to look at what's happening. He knows what's happening. Yep. <laughs> this is not the first time. <laughs> but he just won't acknowledge anything. Yeah. He's just like, Ugh. And then when Dark Helmet acknowledges him later, he immediately puts his hands over his car. Yeah. <laughs> Sanders, yes, sir. <laughs> um, but not just that, but the, uh, I mean, anytime Rick Moranis is on the scene uh, or in the scene, which I read the the part that we just did about the dolls. Um, Mel improvised. Yeah, well, he improvised that entire scene because they had those dolls made special just for that scene. So they had no script really to go with it. Mel Brooks just thought it up in his head, thought it would be hysterical. Which it was. Yeah. So he ran it by Rick Moranis. So Rick Moranis was like, yeah, let's let's do it. So he improvised the entire scene. I wonder if they got that in one take. Oh, God, I hope so. That Because that, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I mean, I want, I, they would have had to have something, not necessarily scripted, but um, okay, let him do his thing for a minute and then barge in yeah you know but his response to it is is so good (laughs) knock on my door knock Knock next time time. (laughs) did you see anything no sir i didn't see you playing with your dolls again (laughs) but i mean i think honestly the funniest scene of the entire movie possibly has to be everyone's uh reaction to i think it's just because it's so oversold is yogurt and just the way that they play like how they set it up they're like yogurt but then when he's sitting there and he was like you heard of me you heard of me (laughs) he's like who hasn't heard of yogurt it's like yogurt the wise yogurt the magnificent yogurt the all-powerful and he was like wait wait please please i'm just plain yogurt (laughs) Oh, but even when, but, uh, but they, later on, when Darth, when Lord Helmet's in the in the desert, and he's yes. like, "Wait, I feel the power of the Schwartz." He's like, "Look right here, sir. There's an Encynthia, and it's a Y." And he's like, "Yogurt. I hate yogurt, even with strawberries." <laughs> but I, I love when I, I think it's just the the that line is just so overlooked. I, I I definitely don't overlook it. It's it's so good because it's clearly a reference to yogurt, the yeah, food, you right? Know? Not the person, not at all. <laughs> but you know, even when yogurt says, "I'm just plain yogurt," it yeah. still sounds like a reference to the food. Yep, I'm just plain yogurt. <laughs> but then you got Pizza the Hut. Yes, and uh, I don't know how they made this or what it was covered in, but it looks gross. It, it, it looks disgusting. It does look very gross. I mean, it's voiced by Dom DeLuise, which I'm. I would have to imagine that Dom DeLuise is the one in the suit. I think he is. I don't see like if you look at the cra- like the the craft. Jesus Christ, the credits. <laughs> you know that Joan Rivers is doing the voice of Dot Matrix, right? Who is uh, Princess uh, Vespa's droid, right? It's the only droid in the entire movie. Droid of honor. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but it specifically calls out that 
Joan Rivers is the one doing the voice, but there is a, another person who who's actually a mime, apparently. Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I was, looked that up. Yeah, yeah she, she had a very, I guess, lucrative career playing she, the mime. Yeah, she uh, she was the one inside of the Dot Matrix costume. So I'm surprised why it didn't list Dom DeLuise as Pizza the Hut. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. And it's funny because I've never noticed until we watched it this past time. I always thought like the thing inside of his mouth was the dude's tongue. It's his chin. It's the guy's chin, like with a beard and some crap on it to make it look like a tongue. Right. So I mean, I just you can am- see the bottom of his mouth yeah. when he talks. But or, I think they tried to. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say, or else pizzas. Gonna send out for you. <laughs> uh, it, I did catch this um, when they get the beep on the monitor, which is the whole reason why Lone Star calls Barf into the cockpit. Yeah, because like their telephones ringing or video monitor things ringing. It's like, well, why couldn't he just answer it? Yeah, but That's... when Barf comes in, he flips the switch, and then the video monitor comes on. It's like. Hello, Lone Star. And he's like, oh, I must have hit the wrong switch. Yeah, I've, I'd never noticed until I read the captions when he was like, oh, I'll just throw it on the audio. That way they can't see you. So, But it shows him hit the video switch. I had a feeling that's probably what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is funny because the first few times you hear Barf's name, it's said like you're about to throw up. Like, so Lone Star, that's the first line that you hear him say. He's like, Barf, <laughs> and he looks like he's hung over or sick or something. Yeah. Barf, <laughs> barf. <laughs> Always when I'm eating. <laughs> you have the whole Princess Vespa has to marry an a prince, and there's only one left in the galaxy, and that's Prince Princess Valume. Prince Valume. Yeah, sorry, it's the it's hair. The hair. <laughs> I do like uh, the very beginning when she's getting married the first time, but she runs. She runs off, and he was like. Today we bring together Prince Valium and Princess Vespa, who's running right past the altar, down the ramp, and out the door. <laughs> With a dot matrix in tow. Yep. <laughs> like, what are you what are you doing? You forgot to get married. Yeah. She was <laughs> like, shut up, Dot. Just get in. In the Mercedes space car, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I do uh they have to get saved. Uh because, you know, the Spaceball 1 gets them in their, like, little gravity tractor beam. Tractor beam. And, you know, <laughs> Barf goes down to save them. And as they're getting ready to get out of the car, she's like, quick, honey, follow the, mo- follow the dog. And he's like, Mog, I'm a Mog. And she's like, wait, what about my matched luggage? <laughs> I don't know if the concern is the fact that he knows he's going to have to carry it. Yeah. Or the fact that they're running out of time. I think it's I think it's more I have to carry it. Like I'm gonna be the one that has to carry this up this ladder. And then he gets up and he's like, What Lone Star turns around, he's like, What's checking in? What the hell is all that? <laughs> but I do like when they're climbing up the ladder and Don Matrix is like, Stop looking up my can and he's like <laughs> sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> well it's funny because like her name is Dot and I thought it'd be funny if he's like, sorry, Dotty. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Her Royal Highness Mad Money. What? Her Royal Highness's matched luggage. <laughs> matched luggage, huh? What does she think this is? A Princess Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> a, well, she wouldn't leave without it. 
I do like the argument between the the two uh, when they're on the intercom going back and forth. And she was like, I am Princess Vespa, daughter of King Roland, king of the Druids. And he's like, oh, no. Just what we need. need A a Druish princess. princess. (laughs) (laughs) But I love Barf because he's just funny. She doesn't look Druish. (laughs) (laughs) And which is... uh... It's funny. It's that was definitely an intentional thing from Mel Brooks because he's a famously Jewish yeah. <laughs> uh, producer, director, whatever. I thought that was funny how they added that in there. Yeah. But yeah, then they have the back and forth where it's like, uh, all these space guys are the same, you know, f- ugly, fat. Yeah. And, then and it cuts he was to like, him oh, and, and he like, was like, oh, you you've seen one princess, you've seen them all. It's like hairy buck tooth, horse face, space dog. Yeah, what I can't remember what she says because it, yeah. you know, it does the back and forth. Yeah. Uh, man, I can't I can't think of what it is that she says. But then they see each other for the first time and, and they're both like, "Oh, well, <laughs> not yeah. what I was expecting." Yeah. Now listen. On this ship, you will refer to me as, "Hey, idiot, not you, captain." I mean, you know what I mean. And you will not refer to me as you. You will never address me as you. You will address me as her majesty. <laughs> he's like, you are a royal pain in the... He's like, <laughs> he's like all right, time out. So, uh, no, that that whole scene also right before that, because that's when they crash landed on the planet, but they jumped to uh, light speed right when... Uh, well, they had to go to hyperactive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get ready to go to hyperactive. <laughs> yeah, and that's ready, the... Getting ready to go to hyperactive. That is... Such a good scene because, like, obviously they're escaping Spaceball 1. They're trying to get away from the Spaceballs. He throws it in a hyperactive yeah. and gets away. And then they're like, what? He's like, he Sanders, have- where the hell did he go? He's like, oh, he must have hyperjets on that thing. And what do we got? A Cuisinart? Like, no, sir. He's like, all right, prepare ship to go to light speed. <laughs> no, no, no. Light speed's too slow. Light speed too slow? It's like, <laughs> no, yes. We need to go to ludicrous speed he's like sure sir the ship's never gone that fast i'm not sure it can take it <laughs> what are you chicken he's like prepare ship <clears throat> prepare ship for ludicrous speed like, fasten all seatbelts. secure all animals in the zoo close the three ring circus <laughs> close all the shops in the mall it's <laughs> like ah give me that you sorry excuse for an officer it's like, don't you, sir, don't you want to uh, fasten your seatbelt? Yeah, he's like, don't you want to buckle up? And he's like, ah, buckle this. <laughs> Ludicrous speed. Go! <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as he, he does it, he's like flying backwards. Yeah. Well, he's like holding onto the rail. Yeah. <laughs> it's my it's like, brains are going into my feet. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, stop this thing. <laughs> stop. Like, we can't stop. It's too dangerous. We gotta slow down first. The way he says it is so good. <laughs> it's a bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I order you stop. We used to talk about this movie, like me and my old roommate Heather, um, and uh, we would do just quote that part. He's like, "We can't stop. We have to slow down first. <laughs> the space once again. He steals the scene." <laughs> And then uh, later on, when they're watching, when uh, when they're looking on the radar for where Eagle Five, uh, that's the Winnebago, 
that Lone Star flies, they were looking for that and they were trying to figure out exactly where it landed. And then Colonel Sanders is like, I've got it. And he was like, Corporal, go and get me Spaceballs the movie. And he's like, ah, why didn't we think of it before? And the guy gets up and he was like, Colonel Sanders, a word. He's like, what is it, Lord Helmet? And he's like, how the hell are you going to look for Spaceballs the movie? It's like, we're in the middle of making it. <laughs> he's like, it's a new uh, new technology. Yeah. It's like movies that you can watch before they're finished. Yeah. It's like, what? And he's like, got it, sir. And they both look like, what? <laughs> like, how is this possible? <laughs> so he puts it on and starts that whole long intro. And he's like, no, fast forward it. Yeah. Gotta go. And then it gets to the point where he called for ludicrous speed. And then you just see him and he was like, no, no, no. Go past, past this part. In fact, never play this again. But then he takes a sip of his coffee, and he makes a weird <laughs> face like he doesn't like it. It's like every time he tries to drink the coffee, something's wrong. <laughs> this becomes a whole thing. It's like the entire first half of the movie, he's holding this little styrofoam cup <laughs> that's clearly empty. Yeah. But when they actually do stop, and he flies into the uh, that console in the front of the ship, <laughs> when he gets up, his line has always cracked me up because they're like, are you okay, sir? And he's like, fine. How have you been? <laughs> it's like, fine, sir. <laughs> well, uh, he's like, what should we do now? Well, are, are we stopped? We're stopped, sir. Well, maybe we uh, take a five-minute break. Very good, sir. Smoke if you got him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a line in something prior to this movie. Or if this movie is what made that line famous. No, I think it was a cigarette commercial from the 80s. Really? I, th- I believe so, like if I remember correctly. Camel, maybe? A Camel or Marlboro, but it was uh, Smoke If You Got Them. Hmm. Like, that was their, their tagline. That would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I never, never really knew if it came from this movie or it just, it felt like it came from something else, you know? And th- there were a lot of mentions from other things you know this movie came out in 1987 you know you have the whole scene with uh you know president uh scroob which is actually an acronym of mel brooks's last name right i didn't know that they had done that so that's very creative (laughs) but when he goes onto the bridge and this is such a weird thing this one never made sense and i couldn't get a straight answer but it seems almost as if the planet spaceball is on spaceball one that's what i always thought because when it cuts to it cuts to Spaceball City, yeah, and then it shows President Scrooge, so you think that he's on planet, right? But later on, he's on the ship. But there is no point where you see him like flying to Spaceball One at all, or beaming yeah, see, to it, or anything. Yeah. Like, how the hell did he get on the ship? That yeah. that's gonna bother me. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he has that interaction with the the double mint twins. Right. Hello, Charlene. I'm Marlene. Oh, hello, Marlene. I'm Charlene. Eh, chew your gum. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the uh, the scene. Well, his first introduction. You know, there's that big video monitor. And yeah. You got the commandierette or whatever uh, lady who keeps popping up on the video monitor when he's doing stuff that he's embarrassed by. Yeah. yeah and what is a commander Ed? So, like, the first time he opens the drawer and he pulls out a can of Perrier. Yeah, because there's an air shortage. That's why they need the princess. 
because they're going to hold her hostage so they can get all the air off their off their beloved planet Druidia. And it happens that the Perry air is from Druidia. You better it's believe like it. Salt-free air. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like cracks it open. He's like And then she pops up on the video screen and he immediately throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> She didn't uh, acknowledge that he had done anything in that scene, but there's a couple other times where she does. Yeah. Like Like the bathroom. The bathroom scene. Yeah. 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 Like, I told you not to to call me on this wall. This is an an unlisted wall. wall. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, later on, he's in bed with the the Doublemint twins. And then she pops up and he pops up and they go under the covers, but he has the book by Richard Nixon, Don't Blame Me. Right. And it's just upside down. He's like, yep, what is it? And then uh, they're like, oh, they lost him in the desert. And he was like, tell them to comb the desert. Comb the desert. Yeah. And she's like, very good, sir, or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, she just, you see her eyes just glance down. Well, it's funny because, like, to me, it's it's jealousy. It That's what be. it looks like. It could be. So, and then. uh, She's got a thing for men with power also. Yep. Must be Druish. In the uh, in in the bathroom scene, you know she salutes him. Yeah, and probably intentionally yeah. because he <laughs> she knows that he's going to salute back, yeah. and then uncovers his you know crotchal region, <laughs> and then she very obviously looks down, and then she gets that smirk on her face. Yep. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm, I see what you're packing. <laughs> I saw it last. Ooh. <laughs> uh, obviously the scene where he gets beams to. Uh, the bridge is funny. Like, yeah. Why didn't anybody tell me my ass was so big? Yeah. I like. I'd never noticed her face. You're the one that pointed it out. But they were like, "Jeez, Aunt Kraken, what happened to his head?" And she's like, "It's, it's on, on backwards. backwards." She says it so, like she's disgusted <laughs> by it. It's on backwards. <laughs> so if you go back and watch this movie. Pay attention to that part. Like, watch your face. Yes. And then rewind it and watch it again. You'll appreciate, <laughs> you'll appreciate it. It's so funny. It's so stupid. It's I so st- funny. Honestly, tell you the truth, uh, I still think that the best facial expression in the entire movie is at the very end when a lone star finds out that he's a... He's like, I just found out. That's what this says. I'm an honest-to-God prince. And they're able to get married, but Barf's face, when everyone's clapping, like he's looking at the priest, and he's smiling real big, and then all of a sudden it's just like a, like a look, a shock, like oh, oh, yeah, and then turns to Lone Star and Vespa, and is clapping like st- smiling at them. I have a feeling something happened behind the camera. Maybe the cast and crew, like maybe somebody did something that caught his eye. Yeah, I think they were he- rapping, and he was like cake. That cake, like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I gotta, I gotta look over here. <laughs> Subconsciously, you know, maybe he just did it without thinking. You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> and then they just left it in. He's like, "Well, we're not gonna <laughs> film this part again." Yeah, this was obviously the best take. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of the worst. Yep. What can we do? Yeah, the the little things in the movie though is what makes this movie. I've I've always loved the scene when they park. When they land right in front of the prison, prison, uh, prison ball, and yeah. those two, those two guards are right there, and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "You can't park here." He's like, "Yeah, don't you see the sign? No 
parking. And it's funny because it says no parking Monday through Sunday, 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. So ever. Yeah. So you can never park there. And then when they go up there and he was like, all right, you're under arrest for illegal parking. You just hear the guy in the back like, yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I do like what Barf does to get their attention. Like, he peeks his yeah. head out the door, flips him off, and he goes... <laughs> <laughs> this will really piss him off. Yep. <laughs> uh, a couple other memorable moments uh, when they're being chased around the ship, and then they have to jump through that door. And oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> and it's like actually, they're stunt doubles that they catch. Yeah. And what they, a tremendous stunt. <laughs> but all, all for, for naught. <laughs> what a pity. What, what a, a pity. pity. <laughs> you idiots. These are not them. You've captured, captured their, their stunt, stunt doubles. doubles. <laughs> what I noticed about him is like he doesn't have any ranks on his vest. I know. It makes me wonder. If, like I've always wondered if that's Sanders' stunt double. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's the wish version yeah. of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because they have a dude playing Princess Vespa. With a little Hitler mustache. Yes. <laughs> Apparently that was a deliberate decision from Mel Brooks as well. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, but there were um, some other things that they wanted to include in the movie. Like some, uh, there were a few nods to Wizard of Oz. Right. So like you have the whole scene where they meet Yogurt for the first time and it's almost like, the man inside the statue with the fire coming out, you know, that was a clear nod to wizard of Oz. The way that the four of them are standing, it was also like, if you look at the order that they're standing in, when they get into his chambers or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Um, they're in the same order that the people from wizard of Oz were standing in. So like dot was standing in the spot of the, uh, the tin man. Yeah. Um, Princess Vespa was standing where Dorothy was standing, and uh, Barf was standing where the Cowardly Lion was. So nice. that, that was kind of an interesting fact. That is interesting. That's interesting, fucking interesting, man. man. That's fucking interesting, man. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> hey <laughs> And then you have the Dinks. I don't know if they're supposed to be like the... Uh, the uh, Lilliputians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His name is White. W H I T. E. Dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. Dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. Apparently, that song has something to do with the Nazis in some way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was from Disney. Like, apparently. But it has to do with Nazis. It has to be. No, I guess that song, I don't know if it was supposed to be like parodying uh, the Nazis in some way. Uh, I have to do some more digging. Hmm. If I figure it out, I'll post it on our Instagram. Right on. God damn right. I see. Uh, and then you find out Princess Vespa is a, is a base. Yep. Nobody knows the trouble I see. There's <laughs> no What's coming from there? It's like, yeah, it's not her. Nobody knows but Jesus. <laughs> it's her. She's singing. <laughs> She's a bass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like um, it when they go running in and she's like, what do you want? And he was like, it's me. And then Barf comes up. He's like, it's us. <laughs> oh, man, you got the. Uh, so when they're trekking in the desert and she has to have her royal matched luggage, you know, at, at finally Lone Star's got, you know, yeah. he's had enough. He's had All enough. right, Barf, that's it. Put it down. So it's like, what the, the hell, hell is in this thing? thing? What is this? It's my industrial strength hair dryer. He's like, I said, only take what you need to survive. No, that's, like, that's when she says that. And she's like, and I can't live without it. Yeah. He's like, all right. Welcome to real life. You want this hot air machine? And throws it down. You, you carry, carry it. it. Pick that up. No. You pick that up. <laughs> I didn't like it when he was like, furrowed brow, squinty eyes, flaring nostrils. He's like, you know what, princess? You are ugly when you're angry. <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah. talks to me that way. Nobody. Nobody. And then, uh, but because they pick up the chest and they just start walking. And he's like, see, it's lighter. And then you hear Barfy. He's like, oh, yeah, I can carry two or three of these things. Right. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I mentioned the whole fact that when they say Barf's name the first few times, like it's said like Barf, you know, even when Barf says his name when he goes to their uh, the Mercedes, like yeah. through the sunroof or moonroof, space roof, what do you want to call it? It's a space roof. <laughs> um, but it yeah, comes on that like, edition. Who are you? And he's like, Barf. Barf. <laughs> like, not in here. <laughs> this is a Mercedes. <laughs> My cousin Jerry got a really good deal for me. I paid cash. He's like, he was yeah, really nice. He's got a down uh, dealership down in the valley. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why are you offering all this information? I know. I did like uh, when he's in the when they're in the desert, and you just hear her father, and he's like, Vespa, Vespa, my darling. And then she goes Daddy? running outside. He's like, just follow my voice. And she goes running outside, and she's like, Dad, is it really you? And he's like, uh, yes, it is, my dear. I guarantee it. Would, Would I, I lie? lie? <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell he's lying because he was looking up and to the left. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually Dark Helmet. Yeah. I like when she goes running up, and he changes back to himself. <laughs> and then he's like, ha, ha, fooled you. <laughs> This just his whole transition, you know, from mask on and mask off. Yeah, you know, because he seems like he has a completely different personality. Right. When he doesn't have the mask on, <laughs> he seems kind of nerdy and. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still it's it's funny because when they have the Schwartz fight, when they have the rings, I just love the way they they filmed that that sequence because you know he's um they get the. Schwartz twisted and he was like shit I hate it when my Schwartz gets twisted <laughs> so they're able to break apart from that and he realized that they're pretty evenly matched so he's like you know what he was like if there's one thing I can't stand it's a fair fight <laughs> which is probably the best overlooked line in the entire movie that is pretty funny <laughs> he was like but if I must I must Put her there, pal. 
He goes yeah. to shake his hand and just pulls the ring, the ring off. Yep. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, what's with you, man? Come on. He's like, this is the oldest trick in the book. I can't believe you fell for it. He was like, oh, what? Here, we'll try it again. Just throws it, throws it on the it. ground, down the grate. Yeah. He's like, oh, look at that. You fell for that, too. He's like, what's with you, man? He's <laughs> like, what are you trying to imitate, like a Jamaican voice? That's like, what it what? sounds like. <laughs> that Yeah, that cracks me up, too. Um, I like the part where he's talking to President Scrooge, and he's got the mask down. He's like, he's like, come on. He's yeah. like, how many times have I got to tell you? Don't talk to me with that thing on. He's like, how do I know you're not making a face at me behind there? <laughs> <laughs> he puts it up and sticks his tongue out. And then he immediately, like, the president, like, looks over at him, and he's like, nah. <laughs> well, I was just checking my teeth yep. with my tongue. Teeth and tongue through the lips. <laughs> Um, you can't not talk about Michael Winslow because he's so funny. Like his sound effects, like he's, I've actually seen him live. Like when I, when I, yeah, when I still lived in Florida, I went to the Tampa improv. Nice. And I got to see him live and he's, I didn't realize how funny he was. Like, yeah, I knew he was talented with the whole sound effects and everything, but he's actually funny. Like his standup was funny. Um, but he calls the, uh, he calls them over like, Come on to him, sir. Like you used to, I don't even know what the hell he says. Sir, can I see you for a second, sir? And I, <laughs> he comes over and he's like, "What is it? What is it, Corporal?" I have a little trouble with the radar, sir. You don't need that. We're standing right here. I have a little trouble with the radar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just grabs everything and throws it over. He's like, "What is it?" And he's like, "I'm having trouble with the radar, sir." <laughs> I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? I was like, "I've lost the bleeps. I've lost the sweeps. I've lost the creeps. The what?" The what? And the what? <laughs> you know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. <laughs> sir, look, the radar, sir. It appears to be jammed. Yeah. I li- but I like the back and forth between Lone Star and Barf. When they're trying to figure out how they can rescue the princess. Yeah. He was like, yeah, we'll just swoop right in there. And he's like, okay, yeah. So we rescue him. But how? Once we get close enough, we're going to pop up on their radar. No, we won't. Yes, we will. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Not if we jam it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and when you're right, you're right. And you're always right. <laughs> Radar about to be jammed. I do like the the how they film that part. It's like a slow motion scene, the jar of jelly yes. hitting the radar dish. Yep. <laughs> it's perfectly aimed. It is. I do like the uh at the very end when they uh like the as they well as well no as they're having the fight and Lone Star loses the ring, but then Yogurt comes to him and he was like Use the Schwartz, Lone Star. Use the Schwartz. And he was like, I can't. I lost the ring. He was like, forget the ring. The ring is bupkis. I found it in a Cracker Jack box. The Schwartz is in you. It's in you. So he gets the mirror, and he and that's when uh, Lord Helmet's doing his little monologue. He's like, say goodbye to your two best friends. And I don't mean your pals in the Winnebago. He's going for the nuts. Right in the nuts. <laughs> So he shoots, he gets the mirror, 
blocks his shot. It goes right back into him, but he falls back into the self-destruct button. Yeah. So it's like two and a half minutes they have to get out of the ship. Such an odd time to have for a self-destruct. Why would you even have a self-destruct to begin with? (laughs) Such a dumb feature. Yeah. But then he's like, Sanders, what's going on? And he was like, it's a self-destruct button. He was like, someone must have pressed it. And he was like, all right, we'll reverse it. And he was like, no, it's irreversible. He's like, oh, like my raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When uh, So the whole premise, you know, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's like Spaceballs want to steal Planet Druidia's air because they ran out. Yeah. Because they suck. They have <laughs> 10,000 years of fresh air. Yeah, well, the way he runs things, it won't last 100. <laughs> but uh, they have to get the combination to the air shield yes. so they can steal it, which is such a ridiculous concept to yep. begin with. But exactly. because, And this is why they they were trying to uh, kidnap Princess Vespa. Yes. So they, they can bribe her father to giving them the combination so they can steal the air. Or they'll give her her old nose. Yeah, God forbid. No, it's like, where did you get that? <laughs> it's horrible, horrible. This nose, but it's, it's, but he's uh, like, no, he's like, as much as I hate to see you with your the old nose, she's like, don't tell them, Dad. Yeah, it's like, no, you're right, you're right. No, don't do it. It's <laughs> like, fine, I'll tell you the combination. I'm gonna miss your new nose. All and right, then, go ahead. What is it? One, one, one. Two. 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 Three. 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 Four. Four. Five. 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 So the combination is one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> combination I've ever seen. <laughs> that's the stupidest combination I've ever heard of. It's like a combination some idiot would have on his luggage. <laughs> <laughs> I like him when the president shows up, too. He comes in, he was like, hey, where's the king? And he was like, our plan works, sir. We got the combination. He's like, great. What is it? And he's like, one, two, three, four, five. That's, one, a, that's amazing. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. That's amazing. Got the same combination on my luggage. And then I love how <laughs> Dark Helmet looks right at Colonel Sanders. They're like, mm. <laughs> my point exactly. <laughs> I love when they're leaving the room and he was like, all right. He was like, let's get over to Druidia and get that air. And, and someone changed the combination on my luggage. <laughs> nice dissolve. <laughs> there are, yeah, there are some other uh, good moments when they're in the desert. And then when they go into uh, Yogurt's chambers. Yes. And everything. Because Lone Star has to train to use the Schwartz, which is a very short training session. Very short. Uh, I'm, I'm guaranteeing it's probably about 20 minutes and all. It's like, here's the ring. Lift up the statue. Yeah. That's about it. I had never thought about it until uh, until you said something. And I mean, I guess, I mean, I've seen the movie a million times, but it's just never occurred to me. But when Lone Star is trying to lift the statue, Yogurt's the one on the ground just going... Grunting. Yeah. It's like, why are you grunting? It's, it's like, so he's the one doing the work. It's really hard teaching people how to do hard yeah. things. <laughs> uh, and then the statue falls on on Barf's foot. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, give me the ring. Give me the ring. He's like, upsadazi, upsamazi, upsadazi. And it's funny because 
you know, with our trend, all two of our listeners, um, you know that we like to watch movies with the closed captioning on. Right. And if you watch this movie with the captions on, it doesn't put anything when he says upsimazi, upsidazi, upsidazi, or whatever. The first two, it just, it's blank. Mumbling. (laughs) Stuttering. (laughs) Plain yogurt. (laughs) Vocalizing. Rhymes. That's it. Sounds. (laughs) Crotch deflating. But what is it that you actually do here, yogurt? Huh. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's What's that? that? (laughs) Oh, come on. Merchandising. Merchandising. Where the real money for the movie is made. Open the store. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, we got Spaceballs the coloring book. Spaceballs the t-shirt. Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. Spaceballs Spaceballs the the flamethrower. Kids kids have loved this one. (laughs) Spaceballs the doll. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) May the Schwartz be with you. (laughs) I love the face he makes after he kisses the doll. He's like, hmm. <laughs> Such pride. <laughs> so good. I think uh the last funny scene that uh I love in the movie is uh when uh, I think they have fifteen seconds left or twenty seconds left before the ship blows up on the self destruct and she was like, Now's your last chance to hit the manual override and they're like, Manual override, where is it? And he's like, It's probably down on the control panel. So they all go back downstairs and they open it up and it's just a little science that's out of order and you just hear Lord Helmet, and he's like, fuck, even in the future, nothing works. Which is the only time I've ever heard Rick Moranis say fuck. But then I after think it's the went, only fuck that they say in the entire movie. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have had to give it an R rating, I'm guessing. But, but then right after that, it's like, you have 10 seconds left. 10, 9, 8, 6. Hey, like, six, what happened to 7? What happened to 7? Just kidding. (laughs) Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Have a nice day. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny. Like the whole thing blows up except for like the head is still intact. The head and the arm. The hand. And, uh. (laughs) That's where they end up landing on the planet of the apes. Yep. Somehow. Oh, Lord. What is that coming out of her nose? <laughs> Space balls. Oh, shit. There, <laughs> there goes, goes the, the planet. planet. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they all talk like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> the British version. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have all the freaks running around. Like when the ship is going to self-destruct yeah. because they're all running for the escape pods. But it's like... Where did you get this ragtag bunch of assholes that are on the ship? I have no idea. I do like when Lord Helmets, he's like, hey, hey. He's like, ah, that's my escape pod. He's like, who are you? He says, I'm the bearded lady. Who are you? One of the freaks? <laughs> but <laughs> after, she, after she leaves in the pod, he's like, get back here, you fat bearded bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be one of the best lines in the movie. Yep. <laughs> um, the President Scrooge, he, he goes to get into one of the pods, and there's a fucking bear yeah. sitting in there. And he tries like, to, he grabs his claws and tries to connect them like a seat. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I love his line right before he runs over to it, because he's like, well, there's one pod left, and uh, there are three of us. He was like, obviously, I should take it. Uh, this is a lovely ship, and you guys should just go down with it. Okay. 
Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the salute too, which is like the sign language for like fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great. That's uh, the salute is great. You got the bumper sticker on Spaceball One. Yeah, we break we, for nobody. But it's not as funny as the one that's on the Eagle, Eagle Five, Five, which I is love I love Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Last scene that I can think of is before the wedding. I mean, it's not the very end of the movie, but um, they don't take the money that they asked the king for. Yeah, they wanted to, one million space bucks. So they could pay off Pizza the Hut. Yep, but, but Pizza the Hut ate himself to he, death. He gets locked into a car. Yeah. Which, how would he even fit into a car? I don't you know. Big fat bastard. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they don't have to pay it, and uh, Princess Vespa thinks that Lone Star takes the money because throughout this whole ordeal, right? Okay, they obviously have had feelings for one another. Um, yeah, you can see that kind of kind of coming along, but this is before uh, Lone Star knows that he's a prince, so he can't marry her. So he just leaves, and she's like, "I should have known he would just leave and take the money." Yeah, he ran off with his million space bucks. And he's like, oh, he didn't take the million. She's like, what? He didn't? He's like, no, he only took 248 space bucks for lunch, gas, and tolls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right, Jimson. Lunch, gas, and tolls. <laughs> Thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't take the million. What? He didn't? Huh? No, he didn't take it. He didn't take it. He didn't what take it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when they, they go to the diner and then... <laughs> They got the guy with the uh, the aliens reference, and it's actually the same dude. Yeah, I can't John, think it was John Hurt. Yeah, from Harry mm. Potter, kids. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> what did he have? Oh, oh him? <laughs> he had he the had special. Quick, <laughs> that's what I had. Change mine, mine to the soup. soup. Good move. <laughs> <laughs> I like before before they leave the planet uh, where they meet yogurt. He gives them the fortune cookie. It's yeah. like. You know, in case you get hungry. Yeah. But remember this. Open it before you eat it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a fucking fortune yeah. cookie. I like the last line he says to him there when he shakes his hand. And he was like, the ring of the Schwartz. He was like, no, I can't take this. And he's like, oh, please, please take it. Take it. And he was like. You never well, know when you might need it. Yeah. But then he was like, will I ever see you again? And he was like, who knows? Maybe in Spaceballs too." The search, the search for, for more, more money. money. <laughs> I think Yogurt and Bishop from Waiting would have gone along real well. Yes. <laughs> the search for more money. <laughs> what am I missing? Uh, there is... Oh, uh, aha. <laughs> the scene where she's about to get her nose redone. And then the lights go out because... Oh, uh, Sanders turns off the movie? Yeah, he, instead of the, just... He's like, what yeah. you doing? He's like, I turned off the screen. He's like, no, you turned off the whole movie. <laughs> Turn He's it like, back on, yeah. Get it back on. <laughs> He's like, okay. And, and then you, he, you see the doctor's face in between <laughs> her face's tits. Yeah, but I just like it because he was like, all right, we're back. And we have the combination. It's like, Schlotzkin. He's like, what? <laughs> all right. He's like, we're done with you. Why don't you go back to the golf course and work on your... But putts. He's like, you know, I still have to bill you for this, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the the line that Dark Helmet says, he's like, I oh, bet she gives great, great helmet. helmet. 
but his face because he like sticks his lower jaw out like he's got a massive underbite <laughs> well it's funny because i like sanders in that like right after because he shudders he he's shudders like, <clears throat> <clears throat> he shudders <laughs> what are you shuddering about <laughs> I know. It's probably because it's the best helmet ever. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, when they're on the planet and they're on their little sand cruiser thing, you know, just like we did in our intro. Yeah. <laughs> this is like every they're always preparing. Yeah. It's like stop preparing, just do it. Whatever yeah. it is, just do it. Uh, it's like, sir, should we go on to the next quarter? And he's like, yeah, I don't see anything here. And he's like, all right, prepare to move forward. It's like, what are you preparing? You're always preparing. Just go. Okay, just go. He's like, sir, maybe you ought to sit down. Just... <laughs> oh, uh, one last thing. When they're combing the desert. Oh, yeah. He's like, you think we're taking this too literally? He's like, no, you fool. We were told to comb the desert, so we're combing it. <laughs> Did you guys find anything yet? Yeah. Nothing yet, sir. How about you? Not a thing, sir. And and you guys, we ain't, we ain't found, found shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so fucking angry. I know. <laughs> Probably because he's like this. This is bullshit task. Yeah, you're making us do. <laughs> it's just, you know damn well he didn't mean comb the desert like this. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. I'll have to go back and uh, double check, but I really want to say that I believe the guy that says we ain't found shit is the guy that played Carl, the security officer in The Office. No. There's a hot lead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi That's. I know what wow. I'm doing tonight. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's, I'm, I mean, I'm right there with you. I I wanted to do this movie justice, which is why we waited and we watched it at least 25 times. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> so I hope we did it justice. Yep. Mel Brooks, I just want to make you proud. Well, there we have it. Um, let's see. We're not doing spoilers, so. Nope. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode, everybody. And until next time, quote little podcast, podcast out. out. <laughs>